welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicas.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover package is among the most popular ones and the most loved or read ones in Forbes India. It's a Forbes India rich list special. Joining me on the call to talk about it all is Ruchika Shah. Hi Ruchika, thanks for joining in for the first time. Hi Abhishek. Why do you think the rich list is among the most read? Uh, meaning what what is it uh, about us readers? that uh, you know find some sort of commonality because most of us aren't that rich in the first place i think that answers the question you know it's a very coveted club the billion club it's a very aspirational club so while we have documented about the top 100 richest india is home to more than 3400 millionaires and uh, that is something that's really aspirational uh, whether it is to an uh, mba aspirant or a new entrepreneur or whoever wants to go out and make a mark in the world something that they really look up to and that's something that gives us also inspiration to cover these stories you know year after year and uh, the numbers are there to see i mean uh, this is one of the most popular po- properties that we put out every year yes i mean you you said you mentioned that stat of uh, number of millionaires uh, going up to uh, in in 2009 you needed to have some 400 million dollars to make in that list today the cutoff is 1.48 billion so so that's a big jump from 400 to 1.48 so what explains that I mean, you know, like you said, about 10 years ago when we first did the list, you only needed about uh, 400 million. But as we've gone year after year, uh, this number has been going up. Today, it's at 1.48 billion. In fact, the number of billionaires in India that did not make it to the list is more than 40 this year. Even making it to the billionaire club doesn't necessarily bring you onto the Forbes India rich list. The number is going up every year, and it's getting more and more difficult to make it to the list. And, and who are the uh, top five names? They don't seem to budge, do they? This is the eleventh year that Reliance Industries, uh, Mukesh Ambani has been on the top. Now it's for more than a decade now, and the interesting bit is that the gap between number one and number two has increased. Last year it was 19 billion. This year it has gone up to about 27 billion. So the gap between number one and number two, Azim Premji, uh, is increasing. Azim Premji has almost always been on number two, at least for the last three, four years. The interesting bit is that Lakshmi Mittal has climbed one rank to number three. Otherwise, the top five have have always been the same. Hinduja Brothers and Palonji Misri complete the top five. Uh, you can actually extend that to the top ten. It's more or less the same names. You have Shiv Nadar, you have the Godrej family, you have Dilip Shangvi, uh, you have Kumar Mahendra, Gautam Gandhi. Yeah, that's the top ten this year. And going to the other extreme, uh, Ruchika, before we get into the highlights, can money just like fame be as as mercurial? Uh, for example, not too long ago during these podcasts. i would find quite a lot of names from the infrastructure uh, or the construction industry uh, that is not quite the case now that's actually quite right uh, you see that a lot of infrastructural names are not on the list you know in fact if you look at the top 5 losers this year most of them were interestingly uh, the top gainers last year for example if you look at patanjali ayurveda acharya balakrishnan he was one of the top ga- dollar gainers last year today he's one of the top 5 losers then if you look at mangal prabhu coming back to your infrastructure real estate sector he's one of the top Users, the top five com- gets completed with this year. There are only seven billionaires from real estate. And Ruchika, could you take us through uh, some of the highlights of what the listener reader can expect this time around? What's interesting is, is that last year there were only 
12 billionaires who had seen their wealth shrink this year that has gone up to about 48 billionaires that's half the list so even though they are on the list their wealth has gone down is the reason for that could it be the depreciation of the rupee or the the stock markets going down a little bit because of a million other reasons that's exactly the reason because see, if you look at last year last year it was demonetization and gst there were there was a twin shock to the economy but despite the share market had scaled to new highs and that ensured that the, the fortune of the 100 richest was in safe hands but this year the rupee has emerged as a bigger villain for the net worth of the 100 richest so uh, it's 13% fall since last year when we uh, did the list has wiped out practically any gains that the 14% uh, rise in the stock market would have yielded compared to 27 billion as last year that saw their wealth go up by 1 billion or more only 11 saw wealth rise by 1 billion dollars this year about 6 of them saw their wealth coming down by more than 1 billion and acharya balkrishna is one of them which puts him in the uh, last five list do you find any interesting trends as opposed to last year in addition to these in that any industries that stand out yes i mean if you take a sectorial look then last year pharma was quite in the red you had the indian genetic sector that was struggling last year we had quality issues there were competition from the export markets and which had seen about three tycoons that were knocked out of the list last year a lot of them saw a dent in the net worth they lost ranks dilip shangvi was the highest dollar loser last year now this year what has happened is you can actually see that there's an absolute 180 degree turn uh, in how the sector has performed uh, nearly every fifth billionaire among the top 50 belongs to the pharmaceutical sector which is quite interesting uh, dilip shangvi has climbed one rank he added 500 million uh, that's not quite a lot but it's it's an improvement and you can see that the sector is uh recovering and uh, if you look at the top 5 percentage gainers this year the top in fact even in the top 100 kiran majumdar shah of bicon is the highest percentage gainer this year her wealth gone up 66.67% to 3.6 billion the other two uh, apart from uh, ms uh, majumdar shah uh, are from the pharma sector that's rajendra agarwal of mcleod pharma and murli devi of devi laboratories So there are three out of the top five this year are from pharma. Did did I hear you right? Did you say that uh, Dilip Sangvi added five hundred million dollars this year, and that's quote to quote you not a lot, uh, which which only <laughs> yes. I mean if you if you look at the billionaire club, I mean yes, Dilip Sangvi makes it to the top ten, but Mr. Mukesh Ambani added nine point three billion. When you're dealing with those, you you tend to get a little uh, flaky about a five hundred million. But that's not to say that it's not an improvement. It has to an incremental improvement to the farm overall pharma sector and things just look uh, seem to look better year on yes yes that that would have made the cut in the top 100 if 2009 and uh, given the fact that india uh, well at least the gdp growth figures suggest that india is growing and the consumer spending is up we grew by 8.2% in the previous quarter when the figures were out do you see any uh, you know fmcg companies or consumer facing ones also make it the bosses of those firms 
you know, we have five uh, billionaires on the list this year who belong to the consumer sector. And while over the last one year, again, we can look at demonetization or GST and even an unfavorable monsoon last year that had an impact on the bottom lines of the uh, bottom lines on the, of these companies. But these can be taken as short term blips. If you were to take a longer term view, then the consumer, the spending behavior, the spending patterns of Indians is changing. There is more disposable income and most of it goes to consumer companies, you know, may be evident. And what is happening is that these companies are set on a growth path. You know, I mean, the, the, the biggest differentiator will be like with mobile and Internet and cheap. Data, the consumer behavior of Indians is definitely changing. What analysts tell tell us, and when we uh, speak to them for our stories, what they they tell us is that uh, you know the companies that recognize this changing behavior are the ones that will be best positioned to take advantage of it. And you can read, I mean, there's more about it in the issue. Right. And who are uh, who are some of those uh, you know the, the younger lot uh, in on the list? Not everybody is gray haired. Yeah, it's interesting that last year it was Vijay Shekhar Sharma. Uh, he was a debutant on the list and uh, uh, one of our youngest billionaires. And this year, the age bracket goes lower. Uh, it's the Turakya brothers of Directi. They are internet services barons as Bhavan and Divyang Turakya. They are 36 and 38 years old. Even the age age group is coming is coming down, which is quite should be quite encouraging for new entrepreneurs. Uh, what the Turakya brothers have done, they have already set up more than 12 businesses. It's very interesting that they um, they've set up everything uh, together. And uh, they might not have co-founded every business that they've set up in the last 22 years, but they co-own everything, which means whether one brother helps out the other in his business or not, when the business does well, both of them benefit from it. That is kind of rare to see in business family. So it's quite encouraging. Well, on, on that note, Ruchika, thank you very much. It's time to wrap up. Thanks a lot for your time. Thank you, Abhishek. Thanks. And all your listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.